I'm Amy Walters, and this is the Takes News Update. We are coming to you on Sundays with weekly roundups as Israel's war on Gaza continues. Gaza's largest functioning hospital goes out of service after an Israeli raid. Despite warnings from world leaders and humanitarian groups, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu vows to push ahead with the ground invasion of Rafah, Gaza's southernmost region. And huge protests continue around the world and inside Israel. Today is Sunday, February 18th. Since Thursday, there have been scenes of panic and chaos as Israeli forces seized control of Gaza's largest functioning hospital. Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus was raided by Israeli soldiers after weeks of aerial bombardment, and everyone was ordered to leave. At least five people have died, and 20 others were arrested, including the hospital director. Thousands of wounded patients and displaced people were inside the hospital at the time. I left with my husband. He is blind. I was doing kidney dialysis. They destroyed the wall surrounding us. They ordered us to leave and fired at us. They fired bombs and rockets on our heads from the top. They demolished the building. We left from the door and we walked through sewage along with my husband. Al Jazeera correspondent Hamda Salhout says so far, Israel hasn't been able to back up its reasons for targeting Nasser Hospital. The Israeli army spokesperson Daniel Hagadi speaking at length and releasing multiple statements saying that the Israelis had what they called credible intelligence, that the captives were being held there, that there were bodies of captives, and additionally, that Hamas was using the medical facility for military purposes, all of these claims for which they have not provided that proof to the public. But this is just the latest in a series of claims that they've made around hospitals, the Avrantisi Hospital, Al-Amal Hospital, and most notably, the Al-Shifa Hospital. Remember, they said that Hamas was using it as some sort of military headquarters for their military operations, but that was not true. And there was no sort of information to back up those claims. Fighting is also intensifying along Israel's northern border with Lebanon. And on Wednesday, Israeli airstrikes killed at least 11 Lebanese civilians, including children. The Israeli army said it was in response to an attack on its army base by the armed group Hezbollah. Al Jazeera's Zena Khadr says this latest escalation could dramatically change the conflict between the two sides. We heard high-ranking Hezbollah officials promise that this will not go unpunished, that they will respond to this. And we have to remember the Secretary General of Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, has repeatedly said, we will kill a civilian if you kill a civilian. So you have that equation. In the past, before Wednesday, yes, civilians have been killed, but it was largely military targets. When Hezbollah targeted the Israeli base, the military command headquarters in Safad yesterday, that was a military target. Israel responded and civilians were killed. So the equation, the rules of engagement have now changed and people are concerned about the situation, but still both sides are calibrating their attacks, uh, trying to avoid a full-blown war, which really each side can hurt, hurt the other. 
On Saturday, Israel saw its largest anti-government rally since October 7th. But Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, dismissed calls from the Israeli public demanding he resign. He insisted on pressing ahead with plans to expand Israel's military offensive into Gaza's southern region of Rafah. Whoever is telling us not to operate in Rafah is telling us to lose the war. I won't give it a hand. There is a lot of space to the north of Rafah. Soon, we will end the operation in Khan Yunus, so there is a place to evacuate. The U.S. says it has repeatedly told Netanyahu not to move into Rafah unless he has a concrete strategy to protect Palestinian civilians sheltering there. Humanitarian groups like the World Health Organization have also warned that a Rafah offensive would worsen the crisis, quote, beyond imagination. Military activities in this area, this densely populated areas, would be, of course, an, an, an unphenomenal uh, catastrophe uh, and would even further expand the humanitarian disaster really beyond imaginations. And finally, on Saturday, in cities like London, Istanbul, Sydney, and at this rally in New York, hundreds of thousands of people marched in a global day of solidarity with Gaza. And that's The Take for Sunday, February 18th. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced by Miranda Lynn, I'm Amy Walters, in for Malika Bilal. Our sound designer is Alex Rodan. I also mix this episode. Alexandra Locke is the Takes executive producer. And Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.